I am a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. Welcome to my spirit diaries. And really quick before we jump into the episode, I just want to thank you so much for all of your support. If you hear any evidence that I missed in these episodes or have any questions at all, reach out to me on Twitter at spirit underscore diaries. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just leave a comment below. I also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash spirit diaries, where you can get different levels of perks. I have early podcast releases, extended cuts of investigations, and other goodies, so if you are interested, go check that out. And otherwise, if you've been enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to show your support by sharing it with your friends, rating it five stars, subscribe, thumbs up, follow, or whatever it is that you can do on the platform you're hearing me on. I appreciate all that you do in making this podcast possible. Warning, this podcast episode may be disturbing to some listeners. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. At this point, I'm ignoring all connections to my psychic side. There is nothing I want to do with the paranormal world. I never liked it. I never wanted it, and the fact that it kept making people feel really strangely towards me, including my own family, I wanted to distance myself from it. I, I got in trouble with my parents for talking about it. My now my family now thought I was a weirdo and were distancing themselves from me. I didn't like it. There was no cool part of being a medium, and this is something that I really want to stress to you guys if you think you're having experiences or if you think you know someone like this or even if you have a child like this, I definitely didn't think it was cool. And I wasn't doing this for any sort of attention because all the attention with it was horrible. It was bad. It was heartbreaking. It didn't make sense to me. I didn't want anything to do with it. And I was in elementary school. I was one of the cool kids. I was involved with really cool extracurricular activities that I got to bring to school and sort of share. I always had really cool animals that I was allowed to bring to school and share like with pet days and stuff. I was definitely one of the more popular, I guess you could say, kids in elementary school. I had a lot of cool things going for me. And whenever I trusted someone to talk about this spirit stuff, it just was, it didn't go over well. And I didn't like to not be liked. Obviously, we all wanted to be cool. We all wanted to have friends, especially in elementary school. I feel like everybody was friends. I, I, I didn't want to stand out. And this made me stand out in a really bad way and I hated it. Hey, it's Future Birdie. And to add on to this, what I'm really trying to express here is that I was popular in school and 
I, some of these things, okay, so I had a pet flying squirrel who I got to take the class with me and everybody was like, what, a squirrel? And I'm like, yeah, I'm so cool. And um, also I was um, professionally dancing as a ballerina and I was working with a company in elementary school. So I got to wear makeup to school and I got to leave school early all the time and come back in my leotard and tights. And it was this really sort of absurd thing to wear like, I would dance for the entire class of like, oh yeah, this is the new secret <laughs> dance that I'm going to be performing on stage. So it was this very like, <laughs> I, I was used to having attention on me. So when I say this wasn't an attention sinking behavior, it really wasn't. I had enough attention and as Funny as it is, I'm somebody who always hates having attention on me. I started this podcast anonymously because I didn't want to draw attention to me personally. I, even as a kid and doing really cool things and like having a lot of attention on me and unintentionally being really popular in uh, grade school, I, I, I was not someone who liked it. I was always self-conscious. I was always, you know, feeling freaking weird about myself. And like, even if other people thought I was cool, like I didn't think I was cool. Um, and yeah, I just really want to say like this whole like spirit stuff. I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's just for attention. And it's like, truly it wasn't. Like I had so much attention on me at this time in so many other positive ways. Like I was the top of the class. I was setting records with academics for the school. And on top of that, you know, working for a company and having these really cool exotic pets that I was doing like wildlife rehabilitation with um th there was a lot of strange things I did and yeah definitely a hundred percent not attention seeking behavior in any capacity and uh, again just because all of these things were so positive and so like well regarded it's like I definitely was so terrified to have anybody see me in some sort of negative light by bringing up the spirit stuff because as soon as I did you know people went from seeing me as this like child prodigy almost to being this you know weirdo kid who is like desperate for attention or psychologically damaged and it was really scary to see the flip in people's faces from really connecting with you to all of a sudden looking at you like <laughs> like you were this other type of person and um yeah, I, I hated it. And that's a huge reason why I kept so much of this um, a secret is because I, I didn't want that type of attention. Back to the podcast. Like I said in the last episode that I did not want to have anything to do with this. I swore to myself I would never, ever, ever, ever talk about this again. And that lasted until I went to middle school and I met a new friend. Th this story coincides with another story. So these two events were happening at the same time. 
going to middle school was a strange experience because I instantly went to a school that I knew no one. So I was the strange new kid. Nobody knew me. Everybody was already friends. Everybody already had their cliques and groups and I didn't belong. And that was a really big shock to me because in elementary school, like I said, I, w I was decently cool. I fe at least I felt like I was cool. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I felt like I was included. And going to middle school, I was instantly excluded, which was not okay with me. I didn't like it. I had a really hard time making friends and I eventually found my way into my group of friends and there was this one girl we were hanging out and we had a sleepover and she told me oh you know outside my window yeah I seen a leprechaun once and of course I was like you're freaking crazy you think leprechauns are real you think you've seen a leprechaun and she went on to describe it and she's like i swear to you i seen a leprechaun and her story was legit and i ended up knowing this girl and people within her realm of friends all the way up until i was a high school senior and everyone knew her leprechaun story. She swore by it. It was definitely something she wasn't ashamed of. And she wholeheartedly believed happened. So because she was so believing in this strange experience, I started to let my barriers sort of come down because I was thinking, you know, if you believe in leprechauns, which I think is crazy surely you're gonna believe me if I tell you I can see ghosts right because I mean if we're looking on a scale of weirdness I feel like it's a lot easier to accept that ghosts are real before you accept that leprechauns are real or maybe I'm just crazy I don't know but to me this made sense I had you know like a scale of yeah to what the heck you believe that uh and I thought ghosts were pretty low on that scale so I was very heavily contemplating bringing this up when the time presented itself. I never really did, but there was, <laughs> there was a strange moment and I don't even think, I, I didn't consider this moment significant until more recent in my life. I I always thought this moment was imaginary until I grew up and started learning more about my own paranormal and mediumship experience when I realized this experience was so freaking relevant. And you guys, I'm not going to spoil anything for the future of my story, but I'll explain this now. Um, in the terms that I understood it as in the moment. Wait, 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 wait. I'm channeling a message from beyond. It's from today's sponsors who make creating this podcast possible. Hey, 
It's Birdie. Did you all know that Robert and I went on a spooky adventure? We visited six notoriously haunted locations over the course of six days, and we recorded it all. We've even won a film award for it. Yeah, that's right. We freaking won. And this is all available to watch for free over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spirit diaries. Yep. Go watch it right now, subscribe, leave thumbs up, and tell all your friends about our free season streaming on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash spirit diaries. I can't believe we did it. Hey, it's Birdie. Did you know that we have an Etsy shop filled with handmade items and incredible vintage pieces perfect for witchy and spooky decor? Go over to spiritdiaries.etsy.com. That's S-P-I-R-I-T-D-I-A-R-I-E-S dot E-T-S-Y dot C-O-M. And indulge in self-care with my handmade bath salts, bath bombs, body oils, room sprays, and 100% beeswax candles. Treat yourself and help us go on more spooky adventures and keep this podcast going. <laughs> I remember going back in time a little bit. In middle school, there was this, or in elementary school, there was this very brief moment that I'm going to share just so we have this in our repertoire of information, of I was going to the mall with my mom, and I will never forget, I in the rearview mirror, I could see myself in it from where I was positioned in the back seat, and the way my hair fell, it made a lion face on my forehead. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. And it really stood out to me. And I remember telling my mom, when you get to the stoplight, look at my forehead, there's a lion on my forehead. And perfectly in the light and dark of the shadows, I'm not talking just about like a silhouette, like shading and everything, truly, truly, truly looked like a lion face. And my mom's like, I don't know, I don't see it. What are you talking about? You're being crazy. Like, ugh, she wouldn't, she wouldn't look regardless, I thought it was really cool and it looked like Lion. Okay, jumping back to where we are in middle school. So sixth grade. We had this crazy teacher in math class, me and this friend who believes in leprechauns. And I didn't. I didn't believe in leprechauns. I thought she, I thought she was crazy, but I wasn't going to tell her that because, you know, I, I also was crazy. So, and I liked her. So we're not, I didn't want to, I didn't want to rock the boat. So... We had this crazy math teacher, and she was just evil. And one of the things I vividly remember about her is she had a dead taxidermied crow that, or a raven, I'm not positive, that was held upside down off of the projector. So I don't know if they still, they probably don't still use these in schools. They have those smart board things, and I'm sure new technology. But they'd pull down that the white projector screen to project the overhead projector on it. And the dead crow was attached to this. And it always really bothered me. And I just, I hated this woman instantly because of that. In this class, <laughs> I one day was sitting there and a small lion, looked like a full lion, but just mini size, 
walked into the room and laid down next to me. I knew this was insane. And I knew that this was in my head. I definitely did not think an actual small lion walked into my room. And I, by small lion, I would say it looked like a full-grown lion, but the size of a medium-sized dog. So smaller than a lab. I thought it was strange. And I didn't say anything. But this kept happening every time I looked at that dang crow upside down. I hated that crow there. It just made me feel bad, so bad for the bird. I hated it. This lion would walk in and it would just lay down next to me. And it would sit next to me for that entire class. And sometimes it would follow me out to the door. Sometimes it would follow me into the hallway. But it never, it never was anywhere else besides that one class. So I told this friend who believed in leprechauns about it. I was like, hey, do you ever think like maybe you can have like an imaginary pet lion or something? And she was like, whoa, that's so cool. I'm an imaginary pet lion. And we started to pretend that we had lions. But because I sort of got her on board that we were playing imagination, I was able to tell her the truth about what I was seeing under the guise of it being fake, which was super comforting because I was able, it was like this perfect creation I had made to where I could talk about what I was feeling comfortably and she never looked too far into it because we were pretending it was a fake and imaginary. So I loved it. I, I never knew the lion's name and she named her, she ended up, creating a tiger and she named her tiger and I just I I never named the lion I just didn't know what to call him and I knew he was a boy and I obviously I couldn't talk to him he's a lion and I, I just didn't I didn't really get it but eventually the lion stopped showing up eventually the friendship with this girl slowly faded and that was the end of that so it's pretty from the future again, and I just want to say originally when I was recording this podcast, I sort of left this story kind of out in the open and never really fully addressed it. I was kind of letting you guys into the story as I knew it in the moment, and I know that's actually really confusing because it's like, okay, why are you telling me about this lion spirit thing? Um, so let's get into the significance of this moment and you will see this story grow as it becomes greater and greater in the future. Ultimately, this was my first encounter with my animal spirit guide, woo, which I had no idea existed or that animals could even be spirit guides. And this guy is super cool and definitely one of my main guides to be like my protector so he always shows up when there's gonna be like something really shitty like he came right before post town um was in the hotel room so that yeah he he kind of is like my little doomsday <laughs> awareness type entity um and I didn't realize then that 
he was showing up when I felt like I was being attacked. And I really, really hated this woman who was this teacher. I really didn't like her. She gave off horrible, horrible, horrible spiritual vibes. And she was really rude to me. It was the first time. I really love teachers. <laughs> and middle school was the first time I started really having an issue with teachers in terms of them bullying me on a personal level. So she was really the first one to make me feel like I was less than human. And she would do all these like really nasty things of like, oh, you need to stand up and like tell the class that you're dumb or that you don't understand this. And I really started struggling, which was not normal for me at the time like I was like I said I was an excellent student and this was the first time I was struggling academically and I was always really good at math but this woman just was so horrible to me that it really started affecting me and how I felt and in times like this where I'm being like so attacked and I was so vulnerable and this middle school was very haunted aside from her behavior of nastiness. I am not surprised that this is the first time I was aware I met my spirit guide, but in telling the story that I was in the car and I had seen this line on my forehead, that also is significant because that to me shows that he was there even prior to middle school and that I probably just wasn't necessarily aware of that. And in terms of connecting with your spirit guides, whether they be human or non-human, it's definitely something I recommend doing on a personal level. So doing, there's guided meditations that will help you meet spirit guides and really getting back into yourself. Um, and I think just being very personally connected and aware of your surroundings. So I was having very blatant, obvious signs that I was not alone and I still wrote that off and didn't try to communicate or anything. I, I was just kind of a little bit weirded out and slightly impressed that there was like a ghost lion. <laughs> so yeah, um, I will leave the rest of these details for future podcasts to where we really dive deeper into some of the significance of that and significance of spirit guides. But I did want to clue you in just a little bit because I know that was a really confusing story to just like leave you as well, wait like 30 more episodes before we talk about that again. So yeah, there's a little bit more about my lovely little spirit guide friend. Since this episode has gotten quite long with add-ons, I'm going to end it here. So thank you all for listening to The Spirit Diaries. And make sure you catch the next episode where I dive into the second half of the story of creepy haunted middle school experiences. I'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening again to The Spirit Diaries.